The True Adventure Podcast, episode 23. The True Adventure Podcast is the podcast where you already know that Mother Nature is crucial in becoming the best version of yourself. So we're going to take that to the next level. Here, we learn how to use Mother Nature's lessons to grow, excel, and become our truest self. So let us do just that. Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast. Hello, hello, friends. Happy Friday. I am here with another episode of the True Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Baldwin. I am so happy that you are spending your day with me. I appreciate it. I truly, truly do. I have always wanted to start a podcast um, and because I just talk a lot, honestly, <laughs> and so it truly is so fun that I get to share all these adventures, all these interviews, all these thoughts with you, all my listeners. So I appreciate you. And if you love this podcast, go rate us, write a review on Spotify or on Apple Music or anywhere that you are listening to this podcast. Every review that you write, every star that you give helps other adventurers hear this podcast, helps other people get this message, and we get to help elevate the outdoor community and just help each other each explore and adventure in our own ways. And the more people we get out and appreciating nature, the more that we can protect it, the more that we can find it to be sustainable, the more that we can just each get our own different benefits out of appreciating this wonderful, beautiful natural world that we are able to live in and experience every single day. So head down, give us a rating, leave us a review, share this with your friend, share it with your mom, share it with your sister, give your dog a pair of headphones, let them listen to it, whatever it is, any share, any review, any stars help us just get out there get the word out that everyone deserves their own adventure. All right, let's get into it today. So today's episode is really my story. My story of how I got started, my story of what brought me here, my story of my 27 and some years of living. So let's just dive right in. I grew up in Florida and first 18 years of my life, I lived in a small town called Windermere outside of Orlando, Florida. And yes, my first job was at Walt Disney World. So I was um, a Disney worker. I would not consider myself a Disney like fan per se. Um, but if that's your jam, all good. So first 18 years, particularly in high school, I didn't feel super connected to my friend groups. I was just kind of felt like out of place. I never had a solid 100% sold on friend group. I was kind of the kid that was a part of every group. I hung out with the rowing team. I was on the rowing team like rowing boats, um, crew team, and different names for different places of the world. But I was on the rowing team. I was in the Apex program, which is the Advanced Placement Academy that was at my high school. So like the, you know, weird kids that took a bazillion AP classes. And I was also friends with like this quote unquote stoner group. Um, and so very 
three very different groups, never really felt connected. So fast forward, I got a athletic scholarship to the University of Louisville in Kentucky, where I became a D1 athlete and I joined a sorority. So again, I tried to find my people. I tried to find the group that I just felt so solidly connected with. And I connected with a lot of people. And I was very well known for kind of having, again, my my hand in a bunch of different groupings. I was friends with the athletes, I was friends with the sorority kids, um, the fraternity guys, the like the two biggest groups on campus, Greek life and athletics, and my hand was in both. I ended up leaving my athletic team and stayed in my sorority, stayed at Louisville for the remainder of my career there, and just never felt fully connected. I kind of felt like, okay, when I leave here, I'm going to leave a lot of these people behind and I just don't feel like those lifelong friendships that are in the movies and that you want to spend every day with. And I saw a lot of my sorority sisters and a lot of my athletic friends have those connections within our groupings. Um, And I was just never that person. Um, I showed up to all the events. I did all the things. I ran for offices within and, you know, leadership roles within each of my groupings. But I just never felt like really um, like the puzzle piece that just fit in nice and snug. I was just kind of like a little off. I don't know. I couldn't put my finger on it still to this day probably. Um, Looking back, there's a lot of things that make sense of why that was not my – my people, those are not my people. But I didn't quite understand why I never felt connected. I never felt fully a part of any of the groups that I belonged to. So I decided after I graduated that I was going to move out and live with my grandparents in Lake Tahoe, um, which is a beautifully, ex- beautiful experience to um that I got to do and I worked as a ski instructor and I had applied to grad school and for the following year after graduating so I had an entire winter season out in Tahoe and for the first time I felt like I had found people that understood me I would wake up every day and go to the morning meetings at the resort that I worked at and everyone that I worked with, yes, we were tired. Sometimes we were a little hungover, but everyone enjoyed what they did. Everyone got such a thrill out of the fact that we were literally getting paid to ski and everyone enjoyed the job. Yes, there was you know, days that sucked and there's days where we didn't get tipped or there's days that it was raining and there's days that you were sick and you still had to show up to work. Like we are still human. It's not a, it's not a perfect world that the nature outdoorsy job get. And I think sometimes it's idolized, but I was actually able to feel the most fit I've ever felt. Um, I surrounded myself with people who also love doing the things that I did. And I think that's what was missing in so much of my groupings prior is I hadn't yet stepped into 
what I loved. I hadn't yet taken the time to figure out what I wanted to do. I was just kind of following what everybody and what society has told us to do. In high school, you play sport. I got offered a scholarship. So like, duh, of course you take it. And duh, of course you join a sorority. So those were the paths that you're supposed to take. And I never asked. I never looked. I never dug deeper. I never challenged myself to ask what I wanted to do. And when I graduated undergrad and I had this opportunity to go be a ski instructor, I had, you know, eight months before I started grad school if I get in on the first try and I can do whatever I want. So I did and I fell in love with the outdoor community and I fell in love with these people that made a living doing this thing that they could do for the rest of their life and be so happy and the thing is is like there's some people that make a lot of money um in the outdoor community but a grand majority of people in the outdoor community do the job that they do simply because they love it not because of the money that's involved and everyone deserves to be paid a living wage so please if you hire a ski instructor please tip them anyone in the ski industry, anyone in the outdoorsy industry, tip them because there's not a ton of money um, that they are getting paid to guide, to teach, to educate you. So help them out. Um, Help them keep doing something that they love because these are people that love spending time doing these things and they're not in it for the money they're in it for the joy and the happiness and sharing something they love with someone who will appreciate it so show them your appreciation it's truly such a gift for them to be able to do these things let me hop off that soapbox (laughs) so I ski instructed I really started to find myself and then I got my acceptance into Florida State, um, my grad school program. I headed down to grad school, moved back to Florida and yet again, I kind of lost myself. I didn't feel right. I felt disconnected. I didn't feel like I got the support I needed. My peers were different than me. They didn't enjoy doing the same things and in Tallahassee, there's not a ton of things to do besides party and so I got involved in that scene and it was not the good experiences that I wanted to fill my life with and so after a first semester of grad school I then moved back out to Tahoe for winter the winter season and almost dropped out. I did not enroll in spring classes and I actually had my professor reach out to me and ask if I was coming back and was worried that I hadn't enrolled in classes yet. And I was like, yeah, I I don't feel like this may be the place for me. So I'm not sure if I'm coming back. So I spent the entire month and a half of winter break skiing and falling back in love with the mountains and just enjoying my time there. And then I did something that I didn't know I needed to do. I I told my parents about 
my worry about if I wanted to go back to grad school or not. Like, I don't know if this is the right place for me. Yet again, I feel like a misfit. I don't feel like this is the perfect spot for me. And my dad said something incredibly powerful and so simple. And he said, if you don't want to go back, don't go back. And let me repeat that for you. If you don't want to go back, don't go back. And I didn't realize how much I needed to hear that and how much I needed to help myself believe that. That if you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to find the corporate job. You don't have to do the outdoorsy thing. You don't have to... Um, like follow in your parents' footsteps. You don't have to, you know, be the starving artist. You don't have to, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. If you don't want to go back to something, don't go back to it. And so I finally gave myself permission and to hear permission, you know, not that you need permission, not that I needed permission from my parents from an external source, but it helped to feel the support of my parents knowing that, If I didn't want to do something, I didn't have to do something just because I committed to it. So I gave myself permission that at the end of my first year, if I did not feel connected, if I did not enjoy it, then I could drop out. So I headed back to school, finished out my first year. Things did turn around. And I truly think it's because I gave myself that grace to be okay with leaving, to be okay with not finishing something I started. And I ended up finishing grad school, getting a job with the U.S. Army, and headed out here to Washington State. And that's how I made it from the East Coast over here all the way in the Pacific Northwest in Washington State. And I truly believe that being in the mountains and surrounding myself with like-minded people is the reason that I'm able to be the courageous, confident, independent person that owns her results and that feels a sense of belonging in the community. And I took ownership of creating my own community rather than stepping into someone else's of the athletic identity that I once had, the sorority girl, the smart kid, the stoner group, the master's program, the Florida State student, the Southern College, the any of those identities, they weren't mine. Someone else created them and I tried to embody them. And now... I have not only created the friends that are around me. I mean, they were they were there before I existed um, or I didn't create them. But I c- helped create the circle that we now have. Uh, there's this girl gang of us that all hang out and all ski together and all backpack together. And if I didn't create the energy for myself to own my own results of I want to find friends that like doing the things that I do, I would not have sought out and found the people that I have found. I have created this community, the Karina's Yoga and the Adventure podcast and the 
adventure retreats and yoga retreats and yoga community and this feeling of belongingness with other people who love nature and appreciate the natural world and how much it can truly change you, that's how you find your belonging. That's how you find who you are deep down at your core is learn about yourself. Discover what you love. Discover what is your core values and what you want to fill your life with because that is how you're going to be able to step into your courageous, independent, confident self. And I think that is truly such a gift to be able to do is to stand on your own and say this is what you want. So when you feel like you are not quite connected to the people around you, pause and take a moment. Spend time doing something that you love, whether it is out hiking, skiing, it is journaling, it is doing yoga, it is doing CrossFit, whatever that looks like for you. Spend time in that place. Spend time with people who like doing the same things as you because instead of stepping into someone else's narrative, you will be taking control of your own. And I think it's so fun to be able to do that because you stand so much taller. You stand so much more courageously and brave and on your own. And it's like you are a lighthouse that when you stand on your own, when you declare to the world the things, the activities, the adventures that you love, you are like a lighthouse to everyone else who loves those things. You are shining so bright that people are able to see you for miles and miles and miles and they will gravitate to you. And the people that gravitate to you are the ones that you love as well. The ones that feel a sense of belonging in your community because you're then able to mesh together because you both have this common ground. Rather than, again, stepping into someone else's narrative, you create your own. You create your own community. You create your own reality. You create your own results in your life. All when you dig deep and spend time doing the things that you love. So if you need time to do the things that you love, take a moment, pause. Maybe you take a three-day weekend. Maybe you do it this afternoon. What is something that you can do today? Maybe it's research. Maybe you book a flight. Maybe you come on the next yoga retreat. Maybe you call up your friend that you do know loves doing those things, but you haven't quite sure, you're not quite sure how to make that connection. Here it is. Here is your official invitation to reach out to them. Make that connection. Seek out someone who loves doing the things that you do because it is so incredibly valuable and is so incredibly fun to feel a part of a community and like you belong. You deserve to belong. You deserve to feel safe and feel like you are in the right place. That is my story. 
that is how I came about. That is how Karina's Yoga came about. That is how the adventure retreats, the Instagram, PNW Yogi, the all the things, my friends. This is how I've gotten to where I am now is because I never quite fit in until I did. So if you want to dig deep, I highly encourage you to come on a 2023 hiking and yoga retreat. These are the types of stories we write. These are the stories that we be, or begin on each of the retreats. You figure out how exactly you want to spend your time. You spend your time in a community full of people who love doing the same things that you do. Whether it is hiking, it is yoga, it is CrossFit, it is intentionally moving your body, it is whatever you would like to spend your time doing, you should do it. So join us on a retreat. This is your official invitation. 2023 retreats are Four of five of them have been launched. Leavenworth will be coming next week. So keep an eye out for that, my friends. And I cannot wait. On Monday, October 24th, the Leavenworth pre-sale list will be going live. So what that means is you can head down to the show notes and get ready on the 24th. So the show will go live on the 21st of October. But on the 24th of October, you can find the link to join the wait list. Um, I'm sorry, the pre-sale list for the Leavenworth Hiking and Yoga Retreat. And then that pre-sale list will get first access to find their and claim their spot on the Leavenworth retreat, which will be July 23rd through the 27th of 2023. This one is going to be incredible, my friends. We are going to Lake Kolchuk. That is the first four miles of the Enchantments, which is the um, hike that's 23 miles that I did this last summer and the summer before that and next summer and the summer after that. So you will get to see the enchanted, beautiful, incredible lake of Lake Kolchak. We will get to go experience the beer cheese of Leavenworth and the beer steins. And Leavenworth is this super adorable German-style town, and it feels like you're stepping into a fairy tale. So my friends, find your community. Join our fairy tale in Leavenworth next year. So head down to the show notes, join the pre-sale list, and you will get that link officially in your inbox October 28th to claim your spot. So you want to be on that pre-sale list. It goes live to the public the following Monday. You do not want to miss out on this one. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you this Friday. I hope you have a wonderful day, wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you in the next episode.